Hi everyone, Dan Cassidy here. Welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. Today we will be continuing with our Muni Market conversation. So joining us once again, glad to welcome back Kathleen McNamara, Senior Municipal Strategist for the Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. Kathleen, great to have you back. Thank you for joining us. Looking forward to our conversation. Thank you, Dan. Good morning. So Kathleen, up front, I do want to point out to our listeners, our clients, that our conversation today will tie right in to the most recent Municipal Market Guide. This is a monthly publication for the month of August. The title is Back to School. So maybe starting with a performance check since we last spoke, this is going back to June. Munis have staged a performance reversal with a strong showing in the month of July. Now July, traditionally speaking, a positive month for the asset class. So Kathleen, can you speak to how Munis have fared recently and highlight the performance drivers for us? Sure, Dan, I'm happy to. I mean, you know, following a rough month for munis in June, we did see tax-exempt municipal bonds stage a strong rally in July, gaining over 2.5% in total return. That was the highest monthly return registered by tax-exempt paper since May of 2020. Behind that strong rally, there were pretty much two principal drivers, First, the yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury benchmark note moved lower by about 35 basis points from 3% to 2.65%. That had the effect of sending government bond prices significantly higher. Taking their cues from benchmark Treasury yields, muni yields were also pulled notably lower by as much as 50 basis points to end the month at only 2.2%. Second, the high season for municipal bond reinvestment capital kicked in. Investor demand driven by proceeds from maturing bonds increased and new issue volume has failed to keep pace. This supply-demand imbalance was supportive to municipal bond performance. Now, Kathleen, what about observations with respect to credit spreads and fund flows? What can you share with us there? Uh, sure, Dan. I mean, not surprisingly, this better total return performance from munis had a positive impact on both credit quality spreads as well as fund flows. Credit spreads on lower-rated B munis at the 10-year maturity point held steady at about 89 basis points. At the same time, spreads on higher-rated single-A-rated munis and double-A-rated munis both narrowed by five basis points to rest at 42 basis points and 22 basis points, respectively, at the end of the month. Shifting to mutual fund flows, as you already know, anxiety over faster Fed rate hikes prompted investors to pull sizable assets from muni mutual funds during the first half of 2022. More recently, however, the pace of those outflows had slowed, and by mid-July, we saw weekly fund flows to muni funds turn positive before swinging back to a modest outflow. This suggests to us that the worst of the mutual fund outflow cycle in 2022 is likely over. Now, Kathleen, with the narrative from the Fed seemingly shifting a bit from the first half of 2022, how are munis poised to perform in the months ahead? That's right, Dan. I mean, we've seen the Federal Reserve shift its rhetoric to emphasize price stability and maximum employment. At the same time, our taxable rate strategists believe that volatility will persist in the second half of 2022. However, the initial impact from the abrupt pivot in monetary policy is apt to become less of a headwind to fixed income returns, including those on municipal bonds in the latter half of the year. Against that backdrop, the muni rally seen in July has now extended into these first few days of August. The high season for municipal bond reinvestment capital does remain underway, and that will be the case through the end of summer. 
Beyond the Labor Day holiday, the pace of meeting redemptions is set to diminish consistent with historical trends. At that point, we would expect the muni rally to start losing some steam. Maybe, Kathleen, shifting to positioning a bit, I know within the muni market guide every month, you do highlight some portfolio themes for the readers. What are some themes from this month's guide that you can share with us? Sure, Dan. In this month's report, we highlight two principal themes for municipal bond portfolios. The first is to consider tax loss harvesting opportunities within municipals. Despite the recent bond market rally that I just talked about, munis are posting negative total returns across all sectors on a year-to-date basis. This suggests that some individual bonds are now posting unrealized losses. Traditionally, investors consider harvesting tax losses only at the end of the year. However, it can be advantageous to check throughout the year for these opportunities. While wash sale rules exist, tax loss harvesting is often implemented with other municipal bond portfolio improvement strategies, such as adjusting duration or upgrading credit quality. Second theme that we talk about in the in the guide is to adopt the barbell strategy. At present, you know, we continue to believe that positioning assets in short-dated bonds for liquidity and reinvestment opportunities, along with an allocation to longer maturities with higher 5% coupons for incremental tax-exempt income, is most prudent in the face of economic uncertainty. Before we close out, maybe we can spend a few moments on the Spotlight article now. The title of this month's Muni Market Guide is Back to School. So sticking with that theme, uh, the Spotlight article highlights the financial conditions of private colleges. So what can you share with us there, Kathleen? Uh, sure, Dan. I'm happy to. Um, you know, both bonds and equity markets have seen significant drawdowns in 2022, and that has affected the endowment funds of many private higher educational institutions. This market volatility prompted us to examine this and other credit fundamentals on the credit quality for the sector in our Spotlight article this month. Overall, the key takeaways from our municipal credit team's analysis is that smaller, expensive private colleges with limited resources and employment opportunities for graduating students will struggle to cope in the near term and face a steeper climb in the long term. In contrast, higher selective institutions with substantial financial resources will continue to thrive. Our CIO Municipal Framework Report, published at the end of June, provides a detailed analysis on a wide array of individual private colleges. This report can be a useful guide for investors positioning uni assets within that sector. Kathleen, as always, thank you for dropping by top of the morning to spend some time with our listeners, our clients, keeping us updated on your thinking with respect to munis and providing some guidance when it comes to positioning as well. Looking forward to picking back up with our muni conversation next month. Thanks for having me, Dan. Thank you, Kathleen. Again, today we've been joined by Kathleen McNamara, Senior Municipal Strategist for the Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. Again, I do want to highlight that Kathleen has been making reference this morning to the latest Municipal Market Guide. That title for the month of August is Back to School. So again, the piece can be located up on UBS.com forward slash CIO. For clients of UBS, simply reach out to your financial advisor if you would like to receive a copy of the publication directly. From UBS Studios, I'm Dan Cassidy. Thank you for joining us.
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the global wealth management business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.